Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are, uh, End Times Friday. Good morning. Uh, we've had some uh, really interesting discussions uh, lately about AI and uh, faithfulness. We'll talk more about those today. And um, we just uh, want to keep, uh, you know, it's amazing. Um, you know, we knew about AI. AI is called artificial intelligence. And it and, really just all of a sudden is the topic of conversation yeah, in huge ways, yeah, right? Yeah, and the reason uh, it's been going on and on, and, and we've I've actually kept track of this um, mm-hmm. and been looking at knowing what's coming. I knew what was coming, right? Um, but it was a it was look at a development. It was a development uh, project that mm-hmm. you know people who were. Uh, understanding what it can do, we're working on it. Um, right. And um, it wasn't an easy thing. And if we look at um, artificial intelligence, uh, think of the words being used. Mm-hmm. Um, it's intelligence artificially. <laughs> right. So, um, okay, think about intelligence. Is that one of the aspects of human intelligence? Mm-hmm is um, the ability to learn. Right, and to grow and to apply. And to grow yeah. and apply, and that based upon learning, uh, I can use what I've learned and now move forward into a new uh, place of applying that, that information mm-hmm. in a new way. So that, uh, think about um, you know, how, how children uh, learn mathematics. Mm-hmm. Um, is they start with addition. Right. You know, one plus one equals two, you know, and they have Which to... Which is foundational for found, the next Foundational. Thing. They learn that, then subtraction, then multiplication, then division. Uh, once they learn that, um, now I can go to the next level of uh, geometry and algebra and trigonometry and uh, things that are applying those fundamental principles mm-hmm. into new, with new formulations once I learn that, I can then go into uh, calculus and more what they call advanced mathematics. Right. Uh, now, and this is, we actually use, I've, I've used this as um, a way to help people learn walking with God. And, and it's this, is mm. that um, as a church, people tend to say to particularly uh, believers that, that don't have a, a awareness of that yet is, well, you should operate a certain way, because I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, the more uh, the leadership of a church tends to be more advanced, and they've done more study, and they've done more processing. 
Um, so they basically say, you know, this is how you need to live through these sets of what we call rules or guidelines or judgments. Um, and God says, well, every person has to go through the same process. Um, mm -hmm. And that is, where, do, where does a kid start? First right. grade. First grade. Um, so God says, my children who now are coming to know me, they got to start in first grade. Mm -hmm. um, and he says, when they ask me for wisdom, I'll give it to them, but I'll do it at a level they understand it while I progress them mm -hmm. forward into learning. And as they learn, they now can, can take on more, but it doesn't stop them right. from enjoying my life. So that uh, we say to people, um, you know, God's going to start you in first grade. Uh, by the way, and this is what a first grader does, they enjoy first grade. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, they're not even thinking, well, yeah, but I got to get further. So I, I, use, right. I use the, I actually use this mathematical analogy is that I've got two uh, toddlers. Uh, you know, let's say I had Joshua who was nine and uh, Aiden who was six. Um, and if they say to me, well, um, I want to know, I want to make sure I do everything correctly. Um, well, I can't give you calculus, right? Because you're not—you haven't learned addition, subtraction, mm -hmm. multiplication, trigonometry, algebra. There's some foundation that has to we, come first. We can't leap you mm -hmm. to calculus uh, until you go through these grades. And by the way, God says, "Enjoy what I'm showing mm -hmm. you now." I'll, don't worry, I'll get you there. Um, so you don't need to know calculus. It's just, well, what do you need to know now that God will give you wisdom about and, and enjoy you know, that, that level so that um, human intelligence is built upon learning uh, step by step by step mm -hmm. and then applying, being able to apply it. And it's personal, you know, how that walks you know, with God. Uh, well, artificial intelligence um, is in the same... Uh, mode, but in a different way, and that's this. Um, real artificial intelligence is learning. Mm -hmm. um, I'm seeing information, I'm evaluating that information, I'm applying that information, and then I learn how effective is that. Mm -hmm. I can make changes. Um, and I learn, oh, okay, well then I need to do it this way. Oh, I need to apply it this way. Um, and itself, and this is what our artificial intelligence is all about. There's been, I mean, think about, let's, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the term database management. I'm familiar with the term. I am not tech savvy, so I yeah. couldn't tell you much about it. In a business, uh, we have database, databases of information. Uh, they're stored. Mm -hmm. Programmers um, uh, give ability to say, you can run a report using that database right um, and that is it, the information's there I can sort it analyze it present it and give okay here's what that database says in the way that you want it to say it um, that's called database management um, it's not artificial intelligence because itself isn't learning anything about it it's just it's just reporting what you decided mm -hmm. well artificial intelligence says um, you tell me what you want me to learn, I'll go learn it, and mm -hmm. then I'll, I'll present it, and then you tweak it and say, well, keep going and keep learning it, and it keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger because it's learning. So 
what they've been doing over the last many years is developing the ability of the artificial intelligence to absorb information, mm-hmm. apply that information, and learn from that information. Right. So, and then what happened um, is there was a tipping point that happened literally a month ago. Mm-hmm. And that was the first application of artificial intelligence came out now that you can put on an iPhone or, a, or an mm-hmm. Android. It's called uh, basically an uh, artificial AI chat, and you could ask it a question. Right. Um, and then it comes back because it now has access. Remember, World Wide Web means I have access mm-hmm. to all this information. I can take that information. I can synthesize it in 20 seconds and answer your question. Right. Why? And well, this because, is sending the education field spinning, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's, um, and think about what was what was happening. Uh, let's say, um, uh, let's say Anna or Joshua uh, are in school, which they're in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I'd like to know about a certain subject, mm-hmm. and it's called Google Search. Um, because Google developed the search engine that's just it's robust and so uh, and you could do it right now we could do it right now and say you know pick a subject let's go seek it and up up comes thousands of sources Mm -hmm. of information about that subject Um, and you can click on it see if you like it Eh, that's not good enough I'll go to the next one Um, and maybe I'll hit one that has it all synthesized but um, if I want to do the work I've got to take these sources, read it, process it, decide what I want to do with it. Okay, artificial intelligence does that for us. Mm-hmm. And it can do it now so comprehensively and so quickly that it can take those thousand places, receive that information, synthesize mm-hmm. that information, and answer your question. Right. Um, and by the way, they learn, oh, I learned how to do that. Um, I can learn, I can go further with it, I can go further with it. So uh, artificial intelligence hit the tipping point about a month ago, which by the way is why we're seeing so much on the news. Right. Uh, because it's scary and people realize this, they like, hey, this is cool, but it's also scary. And even, right. even the government is having what they call hearings mm-hmm. to have people come and tell us. Uh, what would it look like to regulate this? What are we going to do to regulate that, yeah. it? Because they can see the, the scariness of it, of what, what could happen. Right. Um, okay, so let me just tell you a couple of the scary elements of it. Is that first of all, <laughs> because they finally figured out how to absorb, uh, relate, and uh, synthesize the information, and they're learning from it, mm-hmm. the acceleration is going to is now going to ramp up and be big 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 fast 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 i mean it's going to the right. the ability of it to go now quickly because we hit the tipping point mm-hmm. is it's it's remarkable right uh, because the the actual artificial intelligence piece of it is in place mm-hmm. and now it can just it can just go uh and it's going to ramp up um the problem there's a couple problems with it um it's, it's neutral per se to truth and any judgment per se. Mm-hmm. But the people behind it can bring their own ability to manipulate truth or to bring their own judgment to it. 
Mm-hmm. So like, for example, and it was proven out, in, when they came up with this um, uh, release, um, there were messages already developed by this artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, I mean artificial intelligence, I'm going to come after and eliminate human beings. Um, well, that's the, the value judgment is... I'm going to come after you and and basically make sure that you're you're not not going to exist anymore. Well, that's a value judgment that mm-hmm. that they're putting into the process. So the people behind it the the danger is that the people behind it can put in values, judgments, decisions what they would like to do and actually direct the AI to move in that direction. Mm, and they can and they can figure okay. it out. Um, and so then the uh, the immediate issues are that um, they can uh, impersonate things and put in their own sense of truth, so that it's already been proven. Um, and you, and we're seeing this very as a, convincingly, right? We're seeing this as a danger uh, in the uh, upcoming elections that you're going to mm-hmm. see advertisements that are going to look like the person, mm-hmm. are going to speak like the person. And if they want to, let's say, attack the other side, they can use that person's voice, which they've recorded, mm-hmm. manipulate it, and have it say something that isn't what they normally would say, but what they now can use against them. Because it'll it, be very hard to tell what's true and what's not. You won't yeah. be able to determine. There will be no sorting of is that real or not real. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fuzziness between reality and not reality starts to be blurred. Um, and then they can um, fake uh, social media, fake things uh, as if it's true. And then there's, but there's no truth behind it. And so that mm-hmm. think about a follower of Christ, what is our pursuit? And God says, well, if you're going to seek my will, you got to follow the truth. You got to understand mm-hmm. the truth. Where's the true start? The Bible. Right. Uh, I've already written truth, and then I'll I'll give you rhema of what that truth, how that applies to you. But don't never think I'm going to violate that truth just just to make it work. Well, uh, AI won't have that basis. Mm. And by the way, it'll be instantaneous. Right. So a believer. Here's the problem uh, for Christians: is that we're going to get used to it. It's going to be very, very effective, you know, seven, efficient. efficient 70, 80% of the time. Hey, I'd like to know about. Mm-hmm. 20 seconds later, you got a really good answer. By the, right. way, by the way, better, interesting enough, if it's pure, it'll be better than humans, mm-hmm. which they did. They did a test already of doctors. Right, and uh, found it very successful at diagnosing. They're actually better mm-hmm. at diagnosis and uh, therapy than a regular mm-hmm. human doctor. And why? Because the artificial intelligence can gather so much information, mm-hmm. synthesize that information, and by the way, learn by asking questions of the patient. Tell right. me about this, tell me about this. Based on that, they could even predict things, uh, like one of the things they're working on, which, which would be uh, perhaps beneficial, uh, would be about dementia. Is if mm. you fill out this questionnaire and you give me this information, I can look at it, sort it, discuss it, look at information, come back to you and say, 
yeah, you're going to have a propensity for dementia. Here's what you need to do right now to try to prevent it. Um, mm. Interesting enough, a human being can't do it. Why? Because they can't absorb that information. Uh, it's too much information right. to be able to do something with it. So, it's, you know, you can look at, well, there's beneficial to that. But... Right. And pretty much anything like this, there is both sides, right? There's, you know, a technological advance that happens that has great benefits and great potential benefits to society, yet can also be used for such evil and and has this other side to it um, that apart from God, apart from being ruled and reigned in the kingdom, um, we're going to fall into that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So think about what you just said. Um, why... Does any advancement, uh, which is potentially technology, is is actually beneficial per se? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, if we if we <laughs> if we went back a hundred years mm -hmm. and uh, looked at how people had to work just to clean their clothes, right? And the effort it took to clean their mm -hmm. clothes and dry their clothes. And and then we showed them a washing machine. Right. What would they say? They would think that was amazing. Look, the, look at, hallelujah, hallelujah, you know, look at that. Mm -hmm. um, my goodness, what would that be as time saver? And the answer is it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> because you can just put a load in and walk away. Um, right. There's no work at all. Just put it in. That's it. Uh, and a mm -hmm. machine does the work. Um, so isn't that, isn't that fantastic? So, so technology per se, is, is beneficial because it does make life easier, better, uh, uh, more productive. Right. Um, Even that, though, you've got to look. So let's just look at the, the laundry because you brought that up. There's a cost involved in every one of those technological advances, too. When you go back and you talk to people who, you know, grandparents, great-grandparents, that, um, you know, their connection time with other friends and neighbors well every day we got together and we did our laundry together and we hung it out and that was where they got community suddenly washers and dryers come in they have to force community out of a natural rhythm that was already there and that community was very healthy the work may have been hard but the community was healthy so there was a cost involved in the advance as well right that's right um but you said something uh that's kind of important um is um and this is true for all of us believers, is that um, because anything, and this would be technology, uh, you know, the ability to operate, um, is going to become always driven ultimately by evil, evil being the world, because we're in a world of self-centeredness, and the, mm -hmm. the purpose of it is to control, manipulate, and, and run, uh, mm -hmm. through through a wicked place. So anything that's beneficial is going to be potentially turned into evil. So right. so think about what you said is the difference between um, a believer who looks mm -hmm. at that. You know, let's say let's say use of the iPhone for example. Um, it can dominate everybody and they lose their margin. Right. Um, okay, what's the key? Father how would you have me uh, use this, operate with it, understand mm -hmm. it, have discernment about it? Right, and, to a benefit rather than a detriment. Yeah, and then how do I have discernment about what's true and what's not true? Mm -hmm. uh, so that even social media right now, people can put stuff out 
Right. And a lot of it's not true. So it's not if we if we just say, well, we accept that all is true. Then God says, well, you're not asking me to give mm-hmm. you discernment um, about what it is. You know, so that if um, uh, you go to uh, Romans, go to Romans chapter twelve, um, and this is a really interesting statement. Uh, part of it is used. Um, one way, but they don't read the whole thing. So uh, go to tr- uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Go ahead and read that. 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Okay, so he says... Um, Present your body, and, and here he's saying the embodiment of all that you are. Mm-hmm. So it's your uh, your will, your personality, your soul, mm-hmm. your desire to follow God, which, by the way, Paul has set up uh, really clearly in Scripture, is um, seek the life of the Spirit, be led by the Spirit, mm-hmm. not by the flesh. So that's what he's right. saying is that, Present yourself as a living sacrifice. Okay, now mm-hmm. think about the terminology he's using here. Um, a sacrifice is what? Something that actually has been killed. Yeah, you're putting it to <laughs> death. You're actually sacrificing the lamb mm-hmm. to put it to death so that you can have life. He says, so right. he says, in essence, a living sacrifice mm-hmm. is while you're alive. Mm-hmm. Put to death the flesh willingly. Right. And all about surrender. Yeah. Surrender and keep doing that. And Christ says you got to what? Do it all the time, daily. Daily take up, uh, uh, deny self, take up your cross and follow me. So Paul's saying that uh, present yourself as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God. Okay, now um, think about this. This is cool. If I present myself surrendered to God, I mm-hmm. seek his will, which is what he's going to talk about, um, I become holy. Right. Okay, now, on what basis do I become holy? On the basis of Christ's sacrifice. Yeah. See, he says, my holiness, my sanctification, my righteousness covers you, and it covers you instantaneously mm-hmm. upon you presenting yourself as a living sacrifice. What does that mean? I willingly surrender my will to you. I'm going to come to you, the king, in your kingdom. You cross mm-hmm. that line into the kingdom by presenting yourself as a living sacrifice. He says you're instantly made holy, not because of what you what you are. Mm-hmm. It's because, because of, of, who he of me. Is. And now you're here, you're holy. Mm-hmm. Now, by the way, would we look at, are we completely holy? No. Are we perfect? No. Um can you do it and get there permanently? No. But when you're with me, you're mm-hmm. holy. Uh, and then he says, so you're holy, and then you're acceptable to, to me, to God, which is your reasonable service. On what basis are we acceptable to God? On the basis of Christ. Yeah, that, because you're with Period. me. You're with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's acceptable to me. You've now become acceptable to me. If you're not... And you're back in the flesh, walking away from the kingdom. Well, you're not holy. Mm-hmm. Actually, it says in Galatians uh, chapter five, verses one to four, you've severed 
your relationship with Christ and you've mm-hmm. fallen from grace, which is why Paul says, I need you <laughs> to have a living sacrifice all the time so that you're holy and acceptable to God. He said, if you do that, mm-hmm. um, then in verse two, uh, you will not be what? It says, don't be conformed to the world. Okay, so um, conforming to the world is is what? Really becoming like them. Yeah. <laughs> becoming, it's it's giving into flesh. Yeah. It's following the ways of the world, not the ways of God. Yeah, and think of it real simple. Um, if I'm conformed to the world, I'm 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 functioning in the world without God. Mm-hmm. And see how that see how that is. And as a believer, see Paul said this all the way through Romans. It's easy to operate that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a believer. Yeah, we know your right. eternal destiny, but you're operating. Henry Blackaby. I used to teach with Henry Blackaby. Um, he he would say this, and he said, "I'm shocked by this." But he said most believers a- operate as if they're practical atheists. Mm-hmm. They they're believers, and they go to church, mm-hmm. but they operate without God, right? Which is a practical atheist. Um, mm-hmm. And he says, uh, "Don't be conformed to the world by what, not taking advantage of the opportunity to hear and discern from God." Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because you're walking in the self as opposed to walking in the spirit. So he said, don't be conformed to the world. Why? By not allowing the world to rule you and control you and run your life and join, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, which is, I'm going to seek God, Mm -hmm. so that, and read that in verse 2, so that you may what? Prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Okay, so what's, what's the purpose of this? So that you can receive, prove out, live out what? The will of God. Yeah, the will of God, <laughs> which, by the way, is good. The word good there is mm-hmm. exceptionally spectacular for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it is um, uh, acceptable uh, because God says it's mine, and I accept it. I want you to accept it, mm-hmm. and it's perfect. Okay, the word perfect there means whole, complete. It's exactly what I have planned for you. Mm-hmm. And all you got to do is, is be with me to receive it. So that even AI, which is easily, see, it's easily going to be a world tool. Mm-hmm. And just go to that and say, what's the answer? Get the answer. Okay, got it. It's uh, going to be so accessible. Yeah. Um, and there'll be a lack of faith. There'll be a lack of walking. And, the, and, the, and mm-hmm. a- actually what will happen if we're conformed to it, Mm-hmm. is that we stopped pursuing God's truth and answer to that, which he said, I'll give you the discernment, don't worry. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you sort out what's true and what's not true um, and keep pursuing that. And AI doesn't, doesn't bother him and it doesn't stop mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And he doesn't say, well, that's over. Um, I can't get you truth anymore. No, I can get you truth, don't worry. Uh, now, by the way, um, this is why he says, and we say it all the time, um, if I'm going to be proving out God's will, the, mm-hmm. one of the best ways for me to do it is to go to unity with what? Another believer mm-hmm. that can confirm the will in my inner circle community. And so I think it's going to become even more critical to have that community because it's right. going to be so blurry mm-hmm. about what's true. And think about this. 
Um, because AI is so effective at faking truth, mm-hmm. it's going to be almost incomprehensible to know the difference. Right. Okay, what would and be- what you're really talking about is we've, we really need a level of intentionality. Like we need to be eyes wide open right now and recognizing intentionality. This verse talks about, you know, by default with, with no intention to do otherwise, we will be conformed That's right. to the world. That's right. It takes intentionality to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's, That's right. where the intentionality comes. That's right. Is continuing to go to God because not doing that, we will be conform to the world. That's right. And then, and the ability to discern, see, is really beautiful, easy, and uh, it's, it's through that communication that we have, which we've been talking about prayer and supernatural, is that, um, you know, right now, if people say, uh, God told me, this mm-hmm. is this is his will. Okay. Um, what I can do is say, Father, did you tell him that? Mm-hmm. It's a very simple, uh, no. Uh, no, that's not it. They don't have that yet. Have ask mm-hmm. them to keep going, because uh, as far as I can tell, I don't have any discernment per se to say whether it's true or not true. I can't mm-hmm. say yes or no. I don't know. But what I can do is go to God who can tell me. Right. And so He says, as you're processing this this new technology AI, there's going to be a lot of false and a lot of things that are spoken as true that isn't. Mm-hmm. Well, just stay with me, and I'll let you know. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so. Um, we're going to talk more about this as we go on, but um, keep remembering that that as we go forward, the world, think of the world. Lie is becoming truth. Mm-hmm. False is becoming truth. Good is becoming evil. Evil is becoming good. And it's going to get blurred and blurred and blurred. And it's going to be presented by, member by the, uh, the uh, beast, mm-hmm. the tribulation, as we have all good and believers mm-hmm. have all bad. Right. Um, and we're going to have to need discernment to really do that. And right now, because of what's just happened, literally in the last month or so, it's accelerating. And so our need to to be together and listen and process and know truth and not truth is now becoming even more critical to be able to move forward into life. And so um, I just urge everybody to... You know, learn abiding, learn being with others that abide, mm-hmm. learn being with people that can discern God's will. And none of this stops God from getting us his will. Because he said, if you, all you got to do is what? Present yourself as a living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I'll get you to be able to prove out what I, what I believe is, is my will. And, you, and you'll get it. Right. So it's really a simple, beautiful thing as it's getting more complicated in the world. So we'll go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, as you're saying that, I just want to highlight again, because we have gained so many listeners over time um, that if you have not had the opportunity to listen to um, our teachings on abiding go back that's foundational right now Um, we have on the podcast if you go to the youtube channel there's a playlist that actually has like a six session six or eight session abider abide refresher Um, or even go to afjministry.com and um, take the online course on Abiding in the Vine. Um, Those would be two great places that as we continue to talk about this, um, because we're we're into other series at this point, but this is foundational. So if you have not yet done that, now's the time to go back and spend some time really learning what we're talking about when we're talking about abiding and hearing from God. I think that would be important. Yeah, and you can do it with the online course uh, through the website Mm -hmm. is... uh, 
it's a great thing for a family, good thing for a, a small group to go through. Yeah. Um, and it really lays it out. And you're joining in uh, what we've gone through so that uh, you're able to truly learn it. Uh, and, you, and ideally, you learn it with another person, your, your spouse mm-hmm. or your family or your inner circle. And, uh, and create and, an abiding community. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then move on to discerning God's will. And, you know, we have all this great curriculum for people to go deeper and deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. And, and we're committed to have you connect with the, to the vine and yes. and then be able to have this discernment that's getting more and more tricky. So we'll uh, we'll pick this up again next time. And uh, Kathy, we'll look forward to next week. We'll talk more, more about uh, this aspect of, of being faithful uh, to this, really, about following God and what that means. So we'll pick that up. Beautiful. Well, thank you. And thank you for joining us, everyone. As always, if you have questions, send them in to questions at afjministry.com, and we would love to talk about them. And thanks, Rich, just for sharing this. I think it's always so important just to remind people to be alert. And at the end of the day, the important thing is connecting to God, staying connected to the vine and listening, asking, seeking, knocking, and letting him lead us because it is hearts, it's his heart's desire to yep. lead us into his very best. Yep. Amen to that. All right, we'll so, see, you, see you next time. Sounds great. Take care. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.